0: Hey Mamas! Are you looking for a fun, creative way to teach your kids about love and kindness? I have a special guest on the podcast today. You are not going to want to miss it. Welcome to episode seven of the Family Bible Connection podcast with Laurie Christine. Hey mama, do you ever feel inadequate to teach your kids about God? Do they have questions about the Bible that you don't know how to answer? Do you want to have family devotions, but you're just not sure where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Family Bible Connection, a community of moms who desperately need Jesus for every step of our parenting journey. We want our kids to know the Bible and grow in their love for God and others. We want to prepare our kids to go into the world as passionate followers of Jesus. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. Through devotional resources, family routines, and Bible study, I will teach you how to create a Christ centered culture in your home. I am excited to introduce you to our guest today. She is a poet former Miss Teen of Pennsylvania, a singer, songwriter, and recording artist, a speaker, wife, and a mom. She's the author of Lovebird, the first of the Fruit Fables series, which grew out of the bedtime stories and lullabies that she told and sang to her children when they were young. She lives with her husband and three children in gorgeous Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I am excited to welcome Shalene Weaver to the Family Bible Connection. Hi, Shalene. Welcome to the Family Bible Connection podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Lori. You're welcome. We are super excited for you to be here. And I am really excited about your new book that is coming out. Um, and I have it right here in front of me. I have a a copy that I was able to look over. It is called Lovebird, a fruit fable. And I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about your book.
1: So it's the first in a series entitled fruit fables. And the title of this book is "Lovebird," And it's the story of a squirrel family who uh, has a new neighbor move into the Oak tree above their home. And it's a mockingbird. So they do what you do when you have a new neighbor, they go and introduce themselves and they are shocked when they just hear this chatter, 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 like right back to them. And, um, So they went home pretty unexpectedly with this, um, you know, confused about uh, why this neighbor was so rude. And that night they overhear this bird offending everyone in the backyard. And so they decide, and it's, the book is very rhythmic. It's poetry. So for example, um, they chirp just like the crickets and peep like peepers do. They rape like the frogs at night and hoot the owls. Hoo. So he overhears this bird. They overhear this bird just being super rude and everybody's offended. So they decide, okay, we need an emergency backyard meeting. So they they invite everyone to the meeting except the bird. And they get everyone to agree that we are only going to speak kind words to this bird. And so everybody agrees. And over time, what happens is... Uh, the bird begins just to speak kind things because he's a mockingbird and um, peace is restored to the community. And so it ends by saying, see, love's not just a fuzzy feeling. We feel deep inside. Sometimes it's something that we do when we make up our minds. And when you choose to love this way, it's often very true. Eventually you just might see that love returned to you. And so we're illustrating that love, one of the fruits of the spirit Uh, which is basically God's character, sometimes that character that we take on is not, it's not just this thing you fall in and out of. It's a choice. It's a decision. And it's something you will yourself sometimes to carry out. Sometimes it's easier than other times. But um, this is a picture of loving the unlovely on purpose.
0: I love that. I think this book is just adorable. And um, I love the lesson that it teaches and the characters are just really, really great. Um, And yeah, choosing to love your neighbors um, is such a great, um, a great message through the story. And I must say, I love the illustrations as well. You guys, if you are, when you are able to purchase this book, um, you will just fall in love with the illustrations and the characters, and they are just gorgeous. Your kids will, your kids will absolutely love it. Um, So that sounds like so much fun. And I can't wait. I haven't read it with my children yet. Um, I'm waiting for the like the real copy to come out so I can buy a copy and, and read it with my kids. But I'm really excited to to do that with them. Awesome. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, what inspired you to write this series about Fruits of the Spirit. So this is the first book in the series. And I'm assuming then there's going to be how many, how many more books nope. coming?
1: Eight more after this. So next. Eight more all together. Yep. Mm hmm.
0: Okay. Um so what inspired you to write about the fruits of the spirit? Where did this idea come from?
1: So I even writing these story, you know, any children's story at all sort of came out of years of improving bedtime stories to my children. And nice. it's just something that <clears throat> I don't know if all parents do this, but I'm sure many do, you, you, know, your children are little and you make up stories and they're little kids, so they like them. It's great. And you think nothing more of it. But uh, when my youngest child, my son turned three, my brother was visiting for his birthday and overheard me improving a story. And he asked me afterwards, uh, did you just make that up? And I said, yeah. And he said, that was a good storyline. And I was like, well, thank you. Cause you know, he's your brother and okay, great. Thanks. And he said, no, I'm serious. What if you tried?" And I was like, I don't know. And he wouldn't let it go. He was like, promise me that the next time you think of a story, you'll sit down and actually try and write it down and see what you have. I was like, okay. So that evening, um, I did that and I wrote this little story and I sat back and I thought, oh my goodness, I would buy that book. I was so surprised. (laughs) And so, um, that started this kind of, um, fun thing a week later we ended up taking in a nephew who um had some serious health needs and he lived with us for six months until he passed away and so it was a very very um intense time he had feed tube and he had oxygen tanks and it was just an immense amount of care and so um i would go to bed at night and i couldn't sleep because i was just on adrenaline knowing that um his monitors went off all times of the night and until we qualified for night nursing i was just up constantly so i couldn't really turn my head off and uh i'm i'm a singer songwriter by background and so when i need to emote it just comes out in words but since i had this uh new little story thing going on in my head uh i would just turn my phone on and i'd write these little stories and of course, being a mom, I'm sure you understand this. All the stories I've always told my kids, it would be like, and the moral of the story is because you know you're. Mom- yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, these little stories I was writing all had a moral, and they weren't necessarily a fruit of the spirit. Um, I have a Christmas one that I'll eventually bring out on humility. You know, for example, and and sure. was like a snail that got bullied. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's yeah about like. Um, how to turn around your weakness and use it as a strength, and so there are all kinds of odds and ends. But I, I was looking at them at one point, and I and I thought, oh, we have love and joy and peace, and with patience. And if I just write faithfulness and self control, I've got a series. And so I, f- I filled those in, and um, that's how this got started.
0: So that is so fun how it just started as stories to your kids, and then kind of grew and and turned into this. And um, I love that you have. Additional books, like in the in the funnel, this will be such a great resource for for parents to use with their kids um, in teaching lessons and teaching about the fruits of the spirit and just in a fun in a fun natural way. Um, and so, um, I always like to ask guests on our podcast um, about how they have created um, a culture in their home. Um, that focuses on the Bible and focuses on God. Um, the mission of the Family Bible Connection is to help moms create a Christ-centered culture in their homes. So tell us a little bit how this book could be used to help our listeners in this way, to help them create a Christ-centered culture in their homes.
1: Sure. So, um, you know, simply to read it to your children. And because, you know, our job as parents is we plant those seeds in their hearts. We, we hide God's word in their hearts when they're little. And, you know, the word of God says that his word doesn't go out and come back void. And so, a really interesting example for this, um, of this for me, is I grew up in a church where we sang all these songs that were straight scripture. They were just little choruses that were straight scripture. And I will throughout my life um, wake up with one on my mind and I haven't heard it for years. And yet it'll be running through my head. And It will speak specifically to what I'm dealing with. And so it's the Holy Spirit that once it's planted, he will throughout your children's life, he will do the work to bring it back up and bring it into fruition and use it for, for his glory ultimately, and for, for what we are needing at that moment. And so this is just another tool. It's fun. It's very palatable. You know, I like to call this kind of thing ground meat because it's super nutritious and power packed, but it's easy to chew on, you know, that's kind of gross, but yeah, I love that. (laughs) You know, It's like a spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down, you know, a story. I mean, Jesus taught in stories and so absolutely. Yeah. So even though it's, you know, it's a cute little children's story, I mean, we are still dealing with major topic in that you love, even though it's difficult, and, you know, even just that, like this bird repeats what they hear. I mean, I think this is a lesson to parents too. And that like what you're saying, you've got all these little mockingbirds and they are going to speak what they hear. And so, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the takeaways even for adults as well as children. But, and in the back, of course, like I go over the, the, the Bible verse. And so it's not just like, this is what love looks like, but we unpack it in, in a, in a page on the end called let's chew on it it's fruit fables, you know, so let's chew on it. And where I ask seven questions, just to make sure the child gets the points that we, that we made and sees how to apply it to their own lives. But then we, we say the verse and we have a little prayer, just very simple, but you know, help us thank you for your Holy spirit, help us to show others your love, you know? And so um, I'm not just glazing over that scripture, like by the end of these nine books, I hope they have it memorized because we do go over it at the end.
0: Yeah, I love that section on the back. Um I was just looking that at that where it says let's chew on it. And so you could a family could read this book as a fun story with a lesson and but you could also take this and go a step deeper and use this as like a family devotional story and then read the Bible verse um from Galatians 5 and you know talk about love and talk about what does love look like and um and just using that story to really um apply those principles to to their lives, so I love that there's a second layer to this um, as well.
1: Yeah, there's actually a third. <laughs> A um, oh, third layer. Okay, cool. Tell us. About it. So uh, there's a little note to parents afterwards that directs them to my website. And um, at the time of this recording, it's not up and running yet, but the book isn't released yet either. It releases October 9th. But by the time it releases, there will be a recording on my website of myself and my illustrator reading the book Ooh. and unpacking the last 200 questions. And then I might have written a little song for each story that we'll be singing. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That is so fun. So you're going to be singing it yourself. Yep. And my illustrator. He's going to harmonize. So, And your
0: illustrator. Oh, my word. You guys are so multi-talented. That's amazing. Well, that is super exciting. So tell me, so you said your the book comes out and will be available on
1: Friday, October
0: 9th. Is that what you said? Yep. Friday, October 9th. Okay.
1: And where, if somebody wants to buy a copy of this book, where should they go? It's simply shaleenweaver.com, which is S-H-E-L-L. E E N W E A V E R.com. Or if they can't remember that uh, fruitfables.com will take you right there. Okay,
0: cool. Um, so I will have a link to both of those things in the show notes, both of those websites. And so then if, if our listeners want to find out more about you as well, I'm assuming that they can go to, the, to your website yep. as well. Okay, correct. So can readers also find a copy on Amazon if they, if they look for it on Amazon, they sure can. Um, you guys on October 9th. This should hopefully this episode will be um you'll be listening to it right around that time. And you should head on over there to Shalene's website or to Amazon and get yourself a copy of this book. I'm super excited to get my own copy and read it with my kids. And like I said, I'll have links to the show notes for for you guys to just scroll down and, and click on those links. So lastly, I just want to talk a little bit about just some of the challenges about spending time in God's Word together. Um as moms and as busy moms, and I just there's so many things that come up that try to keep us from teaching our kids the truths in the Bible and being intentional about spending time together in God's word. so what are some of the things what are some of the challenges that you have experienced in your family? Tell us a little bit what that has looked like in your in your home, and maybe if you have kind of overcome those challenges how how have you done that as well,
1: okay. So, the verse that comes to me, and I can't reference it, I'm so bad at that, but there's a verse that talks about when you're walking along the road and when you're, when you lie down in your bed, I think it says, and it's, it's a mandate to the Jewish people that you are to um, teach them God's word, which of course at that point would have been the Pentateuch, the five, first five uh, books of the Bible. But it was basically just something that you do all the time. And not in a way that's annoying, of course. But, mm-hmm. um, but just that it's a priority. And so, I think you know I've done a lot of things wrong as a parent. Now I have a 24 year old, I have a 19 year old, and I have a little caboose who's nine. So I've had, even though I have a little one still, I I've got years of, <laughs> of experience with this, and and I've made a yes, lot you sure of- do. Yeah. And I've made a lot of mistakes as a parent. I surely have. But I think one thing that I, I'm thankful that I feel like I've done well is helping my children to know God's word. And, but that's just because it felt like a priority to me, like an urgency there is an urgency in my spirit to bring worship to him because the bible says that if we lift up jesus's name jesus said if i be lifted up from the earth i will draw all men unto me and so our job again is just simply to hide that in our children's hearts and i think that that is like the trump card because everything else every other mistake love covers a multitude of sins and and god is perfect love and so you know, I just feel like if we get that thing right, then everything else is going to be okay in their lives. Even though there's tough stuff, they're going to know who to turn to when they need it.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. That is great encouragement. And I absolutely agree. Um, Yeah. If there are moms out there, dads, grandparents, that you are just stuck and you feel overwhelmed, that's why we're here. I'm here to provide resources For you guys to dig into the Bible and to make it fun and to make it easy and to make it feel natural. And so, yes, um, stay tuned and we will definitely um, get you in touch with some of those resources. Um, Shailene, I loved what you talked about just worship being primary. And like, we don't parent, we don't teach our kids the Bible so that they will turn into these perfect little obedient mm-hmm. children. Our goal is for them to worship God and to glorify God. And when we focus on that, then I think everything else just falls into place. And when we make the, you know, the outward behavior the 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 primary goal, then we might get obedient little kids. But Their heart is not going to be in it and they're not going to be excited about the Lord. But when we make God the priority and when we make His glory and His worship and we're looking towards Him, then... He is the one who's gonna change their hearts. So that's you know, we are just tools in his hands to to be used by him and to be faithful to teach our kids the Bible and be faithful to model Christ like behavior to them. But ultimately God is the one who is going to work in their hearts and to to direct their worship to him. But yeah, thank you so much for that, for that testimony. That is really great. Jalene, thank you so much for joining us today on the Family Bible Connection podcast, and it has been so much fun chatting with you and just hearing your heart for the Lord and your heart for ministry. And we are super excited about your new book coming out.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm super excited too, to be honest with you. <laughs> and it was a, it was a pleasure speaking with you today.
0: That was so much fun chatting with Shalene today and be sure to head over to Amazon right now and check out Shalene's new book, Lovebird, which is the first book in her Fruit Fables series. I'd also like to tell you about a free book that I have available for you to download and it's called How to Engage Your Kids in Family Devotions. If you need some fresh inspiration to help your kids engage with family Bible times, this is a practical resource to help you get started. Everything we've been talking about in the past few episodes um, on this podcast can be found in this ebook. And you can find the free ebook on my website, familybibleconnection.com. Thank you so much for joining me for episode seven of the Family Bible Connection with Laurie Christine, where together as moms, we will cling tightly to Jesus as we create a Christ-centered culture in our home. If you found value in this episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show, leave a written review in iTunes, and then share this episode with a friend. If you would like to read a blog version of this episode or download free resources to help you create a Christ-centered culture in your home, go to familybibleconnection.com.